So good to see each of you on this Sunday morning as we are here together on this last Sunday in July. Uh, our summer is marching right on, and uh, just think, a few weeks, school will start. Always excited. Not really, Jack, no. But we are delighted that you're here, and uh, uh, as we come to worship this morning, uh, Miss Tara has always blessed us with the music and preparing our hearts and getting us ready to experience God's Word. This morning, if you have your Bibles, if you'll go ahead and turn with me to the book of Acts, the book of Acts, and I'd like to read verses, Acts chapter 2, I'm sorry, Acts chapter 2, and I'd like to read verses 42 through 47, Acts chapter 2, verses 42 through 47. Give you a moment to find that. It'll also be on the screen if you'd like to read on the screen. Acts chapter 2, verses 42 through 47. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teachings, to the fellowship to the breaking of bread, and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe, and many wonders and signs were being performed through the apostles. Now all the believers were together and held all things in common. They sold their possessions and property and distributed, there we go, a close to it, the proceeds to all as any had needs. Every day they devoted themselves to meeting together in the temple and broke bread from house to house. They ate their food with joyful and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. Every day the Lord added to their number those who were being saved. This passage of Scripture has been read many times by many pastors and Sunday school teachers and others and bringing the thought of the church and coming together. This passage of Scripture many times is brought up when talking about church growth and growing as they were there. And this morning, I, I want us to think about or think along the lines, growing God's way. Growing the way God would want us to grow. Now, how many of you have ever been to Michigan? Second to last row. Okay, been to Michigan. What is some thing? Andy, you been to Michigan? Unfor oh, unfortunately. What is something that stands out in your visit to Michigan? What's that? Cornfields. The lakes. Cold. Fudge. I haven't found my answer yet. Y'all keep going. In parts of Michigan, in parts of Michigan, there are cities where in the fall, the city workers plant thousands of tulip bulbs. 
And they plant those in the fall so that in the spring, as you're walking around these cities and these little towns, thousands and thousands of tulip bulbs are coming up out of the ground and the beauty of that. Now you'd say, well, Brother Frank, what what does that have to, to do with what we're talking about this morning? But again, just the thought, and you know this, they had to be planted in the winter to be enjoyed in the spring, right? And, and so someone had to plant them, someone had to take the effort, someone had to think ahead. You know, a lot of times in the spring, you know, we say, well, I wonder why this is not coming up. Well, if it wasn't planted, it's not going to come up. And so even in the life of a church or even in the life of an individual, sometimes we wonder why certain things do not take place, maybe in our life or maybe in our church. But have we planted those things that, that need to be put in the ground or put into individuals' lives so that the results might come up at a later time. Now I know here we are the last week of July. And 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 but I don't know if you realize we as a church are on the edge of some of our busiest times. Because the fall for us as a church is very busy. But I also see it as a time of planting those seeds. Preston mentioned the first week in August, would be evaluations for upward sports, where young men and young ladies come together and and participate and and use their efforts. And and we use that in September and October as these teams are playing and on Saturdays how this this area is filled. But it gives us an opportunity We have people who don't come to church. We have people who do not come to this church, who come here, and they're right there. They're 50 feet from us, and we have an opportunity. They have been brought to our door. But what are we doing to cultivate that relationship? What are we doing to grow that relationship? Or simply going over and introducing ourselves and beginning a friendship and, 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 and thinking that. And then we also, in a couple of months, we think pumpkins, don't we? And I was really impressed with the number of you that signed up to help with pumpkins and make things for the pumpkin patch. But again... This year, we should be able to have our school groups back. And this year, we'll have over a 1,000 kids go through the pumpkin patch. We'll have adults. We'll have grandparents taking pictures of pumpkins and kids. They're right at our doorstep. For us to to take that thought and, and to realize the importance of growth, And even though it's right outside our door, and even it's right there, unless we go and cultivate the ground, or cultivate the relationship, or cultivate and talk to start talking to people, our church will never grow. But here we have things that have been planned that are coming right to our doorstep, and we need to see the importance of the church to grow. Now, I know churches, and you know churches, and some of you have been a member of this church all your life. This is the only church 
that you know as a member. Some of you have been to other churches and, and, you know, but as churches, we can get, if not careful, we can get comfortable. We like our seat. We like the thermostat set at a certain, you know, stage, you know, and, and we park in a certain place. We sit in a certain place. And preacher, if you get too many new people, they might sit where I used to sit. But, you know, when we think about growth, how should we grow? One of the ways that we should grow spiritually is that we should grow upwards. And what I mean by growing upwards, where we see the need to glorify God and to strengthen our relationship with Him. Let me tell you, if you want to invest, and we should invest in your relationship with God, make it stronger. Take the time to invest in your relationship with God. Glorify Him. Give Him praise. Acknowledge Him in all that you do. And as you do that, also use that time to grow spiritually and have a better understanding of your relationship with Him. It leads into the second type of growth, and and that type of growth basically is to grow within Grow up in the sense of your connection to God, but grow within yourself and and have that fellowship with one another. Now, I know we say, well, Brother Frank, I know everybody here. Do we really? Well, I know they sit in the second seat in the third chair. Well, maybe a little bit more than that. Do you know where they're from? You know, Baptists, what do we like to do? We like... We like to, you know, we haven't been able to do it, but we, have, we like to eat together and share together. But fellowship as members, getting to know each other. I know at our men's breakfast, it's a time of, of, of growing in a relationship with other men that are there. And we need to do the same. We need to do the same in the sense to grow within our fellowship and understanding what people are going through. Not to gossip about it, but to help them and to pray for them and, and to lift them up. We, we need to grow within and, and showing concern and compassion and understanding what people are going through in their life. We also need to see as we grow as a church, an individual, we need to reach out to the world of unbelievers. We need to see that the world of unbelievers is right here in Lobel. The world of unbelievers, we need to see the importance of winning people to Jesus Christ, not in the sense of church attendance, but having a relationship with Jesus Christ. And we need to reach out in our community. These activities that we do in the fall, upwards, in pumpkin patch, are things for the community. But at the same time, let's show them what's truly important about those events. It's not really the pumpkins. It's not really the football. It's not really cheerleading. It's Jesus and having a relationship with Jesus. So as we look at that and think about that and we think of this passage of Scripture in the book of Acts, as they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching. I want us to see this morning the importance of of growing upward and within and growing out and and seek the spiritual growth and community growth and numerical growth. But you know, Jesus told John 
And I believe he's told us the importance of feeding my sheep. We have a responsibility here at the church to feed the sheep spiritually. But a lot of times, have you ever worked with sheep? Have you ever worked with sheep? They are, at times, the most unruly bunch that you can have. That's why they're Baptists. Didn't know that? Kidding. Sheep can be so unruly, it's hard to get them going all in the same direction. But we need to see the importance today to feed the sheep of our Lord Jesus Christ, to grow and, and to agree on priorities, to feed the, the congregation, but feed others spiritually. Now, our passage of Scripture that we read this morning takes us, um, takes us a few days after Pentecost. And, 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 and as we look at that passage and, and we see the timing of it, um, one of the things, and, and you know this through your study, one of the things, what, what caused the growth? Well, the scripture, it tells us that the Holy Spirit provided the growth. The church was active and participated in, in creating that growth. The Holy Spirit of God. May we never grow as a church to the point that we do not, or we think we do not need the Holy Spirit of God. We should long for the Spirit of God. We should, we should pray for the Holy Spirit of God to touch us and to motivate us and to move us. We need to be dependent upon the power of the Holy Spirit of God to create this growth. We have a role to fulfill and, and the Holy Spirit will provide it. It will give us the strength that we need. And we need to rely upon the Spirit of God. We need to look at the direction in which the early ch church took. And it took a direction of reaching out to people. We also need to see that as the church was growing, it was growing upward and it was growing out. And it was meeting the needs of the community. And there were times when, when they came together as a church and we hear the phrase, breaking of bread. Now, I'm not talking fifth Sunday dinner, okay? <laughs> Even though we like those. But breaking of bread is a symbol many times of time of coming together and praying and desiring God's Spirit among us. It's also a phrase that sometimes breaking of bread is when we come together for communion. When we come together, and I don't, know what your thoughts are when you take of communion, but we do say, do this in remembrance of me. May we reflect and break bread and remember what Jesus wants us to do and to reflect upon that and get closer in a relationship and have that better understanding of what God wants us to do in life. We come across a lot of signs, sometimes physical signs on the roads, in the communities. Have you ever come across, now don't tell me, but have you ever come across a sign that just made you laugh? Or you just kind of tickle, you just kind of, I wonder who put that up there? You know, a sign. Now, some signs are good, aren't they? 
Other signs, you wonder. But you know something I hadn't thought about in a while, that every one of us here is a sign. We are a sign. And what are we saying? Are we saying, do not enter? <laughs> what, are we, what, what are we saying? Are we a sign that points to Jesus Christ, to a relationship with him? Are we a sign that leads people in the direction that they can have a clearer understanding of God? Or is our sign one that confuses people? That people look at and say, it doesn't match up. It, it doesn't connect. You see, we all are signs. And what are we telling people? And in our world today, I believe people more than ever are looking for signs. They're looking for direction. They're looking for guidance. It's unbelievable the things that they will do, but the sign said so. Let's be a sign that directs people down the road to something that is solid like Jesus Christ. May we lead them to the cross that will never let them down. May we lead them to an everlasting life in Jesus Christ that can help them for all eternity. Another interesting thing, the early church, they grew they grew as a community. Now, LaBelle, I, I know sometimes we, we knock LaBelle, but we've seen LaBelle, when it is truly a community, do great things. Sticking together, being there for people that are going through tough times, that are hurting. There in verse 42, it says, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, to the fellowship, to the breaking of bread, and to prayer. You know, our community, we have a lot of people. We have a lot of churches. And many times we are committed to do our own thing. But can you imagine if we would see the importance of fellowshipping together, breaking of the bread of God, and to prayer, what could change the needs of believers being there from one another helping out when we can you see as we look at this one of the early things that they did to to grow was they grew as a community and they were there for each other it is said that many of them shared their possessions and their money and, and, and with their community. Some said, hey, I've got this land. I don't need it. I, and sold it and used it to help other people. We need to see today in our churches, and many of our churches are doing that, ministries that are helping people. Our sewing ministry. I know Preston gets on me about not the sewing people, but the, the ministries. But our ladies have made bags. You say, woo. But those bags have gone to hospitals. Those bags have gone to rehabilitation centers. The bags have gone to places where people were in with COVID and couldn't get out. And he gave them, as they opened the bag, different activities, different things to read 
and extended a love to them. Operation Backpack, another operation or another community event where food is given to children and helping them on the weekends and in case their parents, you know, in case their parents don't cook them anything. And I know sometimes you get into big stories about that, but again, it shows them that someone cares. I think of trail life that was started here for boys, for men, boys and men, fathers, dads, sons coming together and doing activities and seeing relationships with, with fathers and sons and how that already is having an effect in our church and also in the community and how others are looking out and seeing that and wanting that. You see, we need to be a church that will give opportunities and try to get people involved and let them see the importance of worshiping together. But we also need to be a church that needs to grow inwardly. In fact, you know, we cannot separate from this. We need to grow inwardly. I know you come Sunday after Sunday. You're faithful. And I commend you for that. But it's more than just attending on Sunday mornings, isn't it? I know sometimes you think, okay, I did it. I'm, I was there. But the importance of growing inwardly in your relationship with Jesus Christ. The fellowship is also evidence of our faith. And we need to grow inside. We need to grow spiritually. We need to grow as individuals. We need to grow as a church. We need to grow both upward and within. And we need to see that the early church did the same thing. They grew within. They, they grew without. They, you know, and, and we need to be busy. Not just in busy, but, but busy doing the things that God has led us to do. We need to listen to God. We need to listen to our Lord Jesus Christ. We need to study the scripture. We need to commit ourselves to him. We need to walk with him. As we do these things, the church will grow and, and you will grow. And that is the most important thing is for the members of this church to grow spiritually. As we grow spiritually, it also will lead naturally to telling others about Jesus Christ and showing the need of evangelism in our community. I know sometimes people say, well, all preachers want is that numerical growth. But you know what we really want is people who know Jesus Christ is the Lord and Savior. You see, we're not in a club that is concerned about membership drives. We are part of a church that is concerned that there are people dying and going to hell for eternity. And we need to see that even in our little town, we need to see that there are people still who do not have a growing relationship or any relationship with Jesus Christ. And that should be our concern. You see, I believe the church in Acts grew upward and grew within and grew out. And we need to do the same. We need to do the same. We need to have commitments. We need to be committed, not in a token way of doing this or doing that. But we need to be committed to grow in our relationship and within ourselves and reaching out to people and beginning conversations and getting to, to know people. 
early church experienced growth because the Holy Spirit of God was upon them and the Lord added to their number day by day. Remember those tulips I talked about in the beginning of the sermon? A lot of people enjoyed those tulips. So, what about as we look at the church? What do we need to do? What do we need to plant? What do we need to do now? So that three months, four months, six months from now, the beauty, the growth of what Jesus Christ can do. What can we invest in now that will show us so we can grow in that faith and feel the presence of Jesus Christ and build up a community and build up an, an area that will show what Christ can do. The need to glorify our Lord Jesus Christ. To glorify Him in everything we do. Grow? Yes. But let's grow in the way of God. Let's pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank You for Your love. We thank You, Lord, for Your words. Lord, we ask that You would guide us. And Lord, that you would show us how we can grow closer to you. In your son's name, amen.